0: Welcome to the Vulva Diaries with host Dr. Amanda Selk, bringing you the 101 on vulva vaginal health.
1: Hello, everyone. So today we're going to talk to Claire Baumhauer, who is a patient with both lichen sclerosis and vulvar cancer, and she is a patient advocate for these and started the UK Vulvar Cancer Awareness Group. Hi, Claire. Hi, Dr. Silk. Thank you so much for joining us today. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: I was diagnosed with vulvar cancer and lichen sclerosis (laughs) in May 2016 at 43 years old. I hadn't heard of either conditions, so I was quite shocked when I was given those conditions. And from then on, I've started to raise awareness because in the UK, especially, there isn't much awareness for either conditions. When I have told family and friends about lichen sclerosis or vulva cancer, they've all said I didn't know, I hadn't heard of them, didn't know you can get cancer down there. So from that really, it spurred me on to make me try and make more people aware. Um, At that point, I realised that a lot of health professionals don't know a great deal about lichen sclerosis either. So from then on, I started up my own campaign on uh, social media.
1: I think that experience is true throughout the world. My patients say the exact same thing, and many have had a hard time finding knowledgeable people. It's one of the reasons I do the podcast, actually. So how were you actually diagnosed then in the end, and did it take a long time?
0: It took over 30 years for me to get diagnosed. I... Like I said, I was diagnosed at age 43 with both conditions and at that point I then spoke to my doctors and realised that I'd had lichen sclerosis since four or five years old. I had symptoms of itching and soreness and I would fidget quite a lot on my chair during school. I would cry when I went to the toilet because it burned so much and my mum took me to see the doctor back then at that age and I was told I had cystitis. I was given cream and treatment for it it didn't go away as I got a bit older I got more embarrassed so I sort of said to my mum it had gone but as I got a bit older in teenage years it went into what I think is a remission again later on in my 20s it started to come back the itching soreness I then went back to my doctor quite a few times in my 20s and early 30s and was told each time that I'd thrush and was given treatments for that which helped a little bit for a few days but then come back you know, you see all the adverts for vagina itching, I just assumed that it was natural, it was something that we all had. So I used to self-treat as well and would buy all the different conditions that I could get for it and uh, tried those. Again, helped a little while. I went into remission again, a few more times. Not doing anything in particular, so it just happened to do it by itself. And then in my late thirties, I started to get worse. Um, I had a tear as well, which didn't heal. Again, I thought that was normal, it would heal itself. I've had all my smear pap tests over the years. No one ever said anything to me. They all came back clear, so I haven't got even got the HPV virus. So I thought I had nothing to worry about. I'd been seen in my late 30s, had two children. Um, nothing was ever seen, or said. And yet I had all the classic symptoms of lichen sclerosis. So I had all the white, silvery patches. My vulva skin was quite thin. Um, I had tears, soreness, itching was my main symptom. But no one ever said anything. It was just always fresh. In the early days i wasn't even looked at no one even looked at my vulva i'd never had a swab either until my late 30s when i saw another gp who did a swab that came back clear i was then told then it was maybe early menopause vaginal dryness maybe i had blood tests everything came back by and i was just left really to go away without any diagnosis or any treatment the tear happened again was quite big and it never went away um, after about a year and a half of having this tear, I noticed that it turned into like a, an ulcer. And over a space of about six to nine months, that ulcer did grow bigger and it started to hurt. So I then went back again to a doctor again for about the 30th time over the years. And uh, I was told that it looked like it was herpes. And to go to what we have in the UK, our gum clinics, where you go for sexual health. Um, I was quite shocked because i have been with my partner for you know, 27 years at that time. So I didn't think it was anything like that. And from the shock on my face, it made her look again. And that was when she said, actually, it could be uh, something called vulva cancer. And in the UK, we have an urgent two-week referral, which I went off to have a biopsy. It was quite shocked to hear vulva cancer because, like I said, I hadn't heard it before. So I did, did look it up, um, Google, which is probably the worst thing to do at that stage. And I was convinced that I've had it such a long time that I wouldn't have long to live. But the results came back. And I had lichen sclerosis and vulva cancer, stage three.
1: Do you think that some of it is... So there's clearly a lack in knowledge, both in medical practitioners and in the general public about these conditions, right? So do you think some of it is that women don't always look at themselves, but also doctors don't look at patients all the time, and then they don't really know what they're looking for. Would you agree with
0: those things? I definitely agree. Um, it's partly... Patients don't know of the condition, so they don't think what they have is serious. It's an embarrassing place as well. You know, a lot of, um, of women are embarrassed to go to their doctors with any of these symptoms, Assume it's flushed themselves and self-treat. Um, obviously, when we have smear pap tests in the UK... Nurses aren't, which I found out after, which nurses aren't trained in any of these vulva conditions. It's not what their job is. So they take the, the sample for a pap smear smear test and send it away. And that's nothing, they don't do anything else. They don't, you know, some might have recognised the symptoms. They've seen a patient before, have it themselves. But no, they don't know. So they're not going to say anything. So that definitely is, nurses need to be uh, more aware. But also um, some other doctors as well aren't, aren't that, don't think that LS is, is common. That a lot of us think now it's common, it's just not commonly diagnosed. And I just think that the public and the health professions need to learn more about them.
1: You and I are on the same page there. So now that you've had these conditions and you've been in contact with many other patients, do you think it's hard for people to find, even once they have a diagnosis, to find knowledgeable practitioners?
0: It is, yes. In the UK, we have uh, GPs, which we go to with any health problems, and that they are general. So. If they haven't had any knowledge of, of lichen sclerosis, then, you know, they should refer to a specialist, which is either, again, GPs don't know whether it should be a gynecologist they pass them to or whether it's a dermatologist. So it gets a bit cloudy there. So they're not really sure where who to send them to. Um, so that sometimes can go wrong. So, you know, if a GP has dealt with um, patients before and have seen it a lot then it's great you can stay with those and get treated with them but i think they really should be referred to a specialist in vulva diseases which in the uk there's not that many so it's hard and once you actually do get to see a specialist sometimes they're not great either in they've not seen it much or give the wrong advice or even don't diagnose properly in the uk they are meant to have follow ups especially if a gp's not knowledgeable to stay on at least for a year and then Go back if anything goes worse, but that doesn't seem to be happening either. They're not given the right treatment, not always told about the steroid. You just literally give them cream, use this for two weeks, and off you go.
1: Yeah, you know, there was a study out of the UK because they have the NHS and they can actually track patients. And the patients that are discharged from Volver Clinic with lichen sclerosis that are told to see their GP at least once a year, they know that that doesn't happen there. And I, I try to see as many as I can in Canada, but it's hard because I, I really can't see everybody. It really is important to, you know, reiterate how to use your creams, where to put your creams, what's getting worse, what's getting better. And I, I don't know how to fix that. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your vulvar cancer awareness campaign that you started on social media?
0: Well, because when I was first diagnosed, I didn't know a lot about it. I didn't know anyone with it. I was quite open about it in the beginning, and I couldn't see anything on social media. Nowhere in doctors, hospital waiting rooms. You always see stuff for cervical cancer and other conditions, but never these. Um, I started to look on social media and saw other charities um, there are some that are for gynecological cancers um, but it's full five and they seem to concentrate more on the more common ones obviously um, cervical and ovarian so they seem to leave vulva cancer and vagina cancer out even with just awareness and also lichen sclerosis there's some skin condition charities in the UK but again it's you know skin conditions as hundreds of skin conditions so again they're concentrating on the popular ones the common ones so again lichen sclerosis gets left out and considering it's you know i know it's a small risk it can turn to cancer but there's still a cancer risk and they seem to not promote that and let anyone know you know because in my case if i was diagnosed with lichen sclerosis years ago there's a you know there's a slim chance that I wouldn't have got cancer because I would have been on the treatment I would have been looking at least to know what it looked like what I needed to look for and if if I did still get cancer then it would have been caught stage one where it's a lot more treatable hopefully it would just been surgery and that was it whereas because mine was caught so late because I was missed so many times i've had to go through four surgeries i've had radiation twice left with all the side effects that's come from so i was quite angry so i decided to put that anger really into helping other people hoping that i can catch people before theirs turns to cancer and you know and help so i started my own vulva cancer uk support group on facebook to start with there's 140 of us now And from that, I also joined a Lycan Sclerosis UK support group. I was in that for about a year before the person that runs that Emma Norman asked me if I would help help her run it and be admin, which I did. And then we then decided to start up our own website together and go together, really, on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter and our website to help people um, and set up other groups as well, which we thought would help others, given the right information, because unfortunately a lot of doctors still aren't, they're not, you know, there's one lady that was in my vulva cancer group that was diagnosed with lichen sclerosis many years ago, but was never even told there was a cancer risk, This wasn't told what to look out for, was just given the cream, she never took it seriously at all, never even used the cream that much, and she unfortunately died not long ago, because she was diagnosed with cancer from lichen sclerosis, but had never known that lichen sclerosis could cause cancer, so that sort of spurred me on really to carry on doing what I'm doing because it's serious, you know, it kills people, i So I just thought that I needed to do more. And, and that was really how the campaign started.
1: I think people should check out your campaign because that's how I got to know you. And it's an impressive campaign. It, it really gives a lot of useful information.
0: We're not a charity. We're just two patient experts, if you like, and just try and help people. Because unfortunately, steroids, are know in every country, it's just almost like a swear word, and they don't want to use them. They're scared of using them. They think it thins the skin. Quite often it burns when you first use it. But because it burns once, they think, no, I'm not using that anymore. And you know, even the packet, the ingredients on the leaflet and its side effects, it tells you on the information not to use on your genitals. So people are worried not to use it. So, you know, doctors need to explain more about how the steroids work for lichen sclerosis. It's not the same as eczema and psoriasis, where it's it's over a large parts of your body. Then you're going to get more of these side effects. And that's what I think I'm finding the hardest, really, trying to get people to understand that steroids are, at the moment, unfortunately, the only treatment that LS has.
1: Yeah, and that they really are safe if you use them the right way in the right place. The pharmacists or chemists are also a bit of our enemy in that area because they also give that poor information because of what the leaflets say and not knowing. I've mentioned before that some of the doctors joke that we tell our patients that they're not looking at your vulva and we are. And, you know, don't listen to them. We know what we're talking about. (laughs) So, yeah. What advice do you have for women about vulvar issues?
0: Um, Just read a check, you know, do you need to check your vulva.
1: I think that's a good message, the check your vulva. I'm thinking about trying to adopt that for a campaign too. I think that would be very helpful to people. Do you have any messages to healthcare providers about both lichen sclerosis and cancer?
0: yes look at the vulva because the amount of doctors don't you know especially male doctors i think they just embarrass themselves sometimes um even using the word vulva as well that's not even used much most of us i even see it on social media quite a lot of gynecologists use the word vagina when they mean vulva or say down there in articles and it's just getting us talking about vulva more so that a lot of us know that it's the outside and we can describe our symptoms better because I didn't I didn't know I had a vulva I thought it was called vagina as well and uh, you know in the early days I would have said that my vagina so it was itchy so there's a chance that they're gonna misdiagnose me with fresh so patients need to look so that we know what our vulva looks like because I didn't because mine had been white um the whole life I wasn't aware that it was any different than it should be so I wish now I'd looked so just look once a month and make sure that everything's okay if you've got a condition already then you need to look weekly really to make sure there's any changes that you speak to your doctor
1: right so look at your vulva learn the night the right terms doctors need to learn to look and know what's abnormal not everything is yeast or thrush try not to self-treat And people need to learn that lichen sclerosis is common but underdiagnosed and has an association with cancer and that, yes, you can get vulvar cancer. Would you say that sums up all your key points?
0: Yes, definitely all of them, yes.
1: Do you have any last words for our listeners? Just really
0: that support groups are great because... Having someone to talk to, it makes a big difference to these conditions because they are embarrassing. A lot of a lot of us um, haven't told family that they've got these conditions, even vulva cancer. A lot of vulva cancer patients have told their family that they've got cervical cancer uh, because they find it easier to speak to. So don't be embarrassed about it. Let's talk about it. And support groups are great because you speak to people, but also be aware of support groups because, unfortunately, some of them aren't given the right information, uh, medical doctors um, have researched with, especially with the steroids because a lot of people are quite scared to use them because they're not using them properly and they're using things like borax to bath in and you don't know enough about you know lichen sclerosis don't even know if it definitely is autoimmune so just be aware of what you're told and just make sure that you speak to your doctor before you do change your treatment that you're using
1: i think that's wonderful advice thank you so much for joining us today thank you for asking me Again, that's Claire Baumhauer. She's a patient and patient advocate with lichen sclerosis and vulvar cancer and the founder of UK Vulvar Cancer Awareness.